When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day everyone and welcome to another episode of On The Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com or whatever you're listening to us on. Thank you for joining us. I'm joined today by my trusty co-host, Lyle. Hello, Lyle. Uh, very good day, Tony. Yes, you're allowed to steal his line. He's not here. You know what that means, mate, if I'm saying very good day. Where is he? I don't know, mate. No, I actually, I do. I know you're disgruntled with him for not, you know, unprofessional, I think you said in the group chat, but... Um, yeah. I have it on good authority. He's training hard for the upcoming WrestleBrainer at Comic Con on the on the weekend. So. Well, the reason he gave me was he's got a scratchy throat. Oh, well, okay. Maybe it's somewhere in between. He is defending. You know, we are the defending WrestleBrainer champs. So he's taking if he it. Gets seriously. COVID. How's he going to defend WrestleBrainer? Yeah, true. Well, maybe oh. that's what he meant by when he said, "I've got to get tested." I thought he was testing himself. Ah, uh, well, I don't know, uh, mate. It's maybe he's um, just playing us. Maybe probably, mate. But hey, yeah. it's all right, mate. We got the A team here for the big interview exactly. coming up. Exactly, and we've got a great uh, night coming up. And of course, we should always thank the Australian Wrestling Network for uh, giving us their support, even though it is just in kind. It's great to have them on board. People helping out uh, other people in the wrestling business. What's well, all it's about? Good. That's what it's about, mate. Patting each other on the back and, you know, high-fiving each other at shows. Um, no, it's a great network. More stuff will, more content will be going up in the new year. And, you know, wrestling in Australia is going to bigger and better things next year. So, yeah, jump on that when you can. All right, Lyle, time to catch up with our guest this week. A lady we haven't spoken to on this show before, and I don't know why, because she's definitely an influencer. And we like to get that sort of our name out there. And this could be exactly the way to do it. Skylar Cruz, good day to you. What's up, you guys? It's the influential Skylar Cruz. How's it going today? Yeah, we're pretty good, actually. I think I, I, I can speak on your behalf, Lyle. You're okay? Yeah, speak, speak away. Yep. Yeah. You good, Lyle? You good? Yeah, I'm doing good. <laughs> yeah, and and doing please good excuse his demeanor of lying on the bed when he does the podcast. It's just something that he does. Just very laid back. Well, that's just laid fine. back. I'm here with a coffee, so we can all just chill out and. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, we. The recording can be professional, but you know, with my bad hips and my bad knees, you know, I've got to be comfortable, Tony. You know. Yeah, no, no, I, t- I totally understand, Lot. Totally understand, Skylar. <laughs> welcome to on the turnbuckle. As we said, it's the first time we've really spoken to you. Uh, your career has really taken off in the last 12 months. We've seen you do bits and pieces as an academy uh, student at MCW. And now in the last few months, you've really sort of taken up the role as being a, a 
in inverted commas, proper wrestler. Hey, thank you. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's definitely been the goal this year. Um, obviously, I debuted right before the first set of lockdown. So you kind of saw my face, but then very quickly lockdowns began. Wrestling stopped for a good few months and it was it's very hard to be remembered when people just meet you. Um, and then I finally started working hard and I debuted as a singles wrestler and then lockdown. Um, but we are thankfully getting out of it and I think uh, there's a light at the end of the tunnel um, and hearing that my career is starting to kind of flourish now, it's the best news possible. Um, I've just really been trying to stay at it. Um, and, yeah. Can I take you back then to the past 12 or 18 months? And we've spoken to plenty of wrestlers over the time about what lockdown mm -hmm. was like for them. But they were wrestlers yeah. that already had established careers and, and yeah. people that were ready to, to come back as who they were. For you, though, mm -hmm. you'd spent all this time working on who you were going to be, working on what yeah. you were going to be. And then all of a sudden, as you said, you got that opportunity and then, bang, had it shut down again. How frustrating has that past 12, 18 months been for you? I think frustrating was the perfect word because it really, lockdown was just one big mental challenge for me. And the thing was no days were the same and no really hour was the same. It kind of got to a point there where I didn't know how I was going to feel in a few hours. So you really have to wake up and do every single thing in your power to establish routines so that you don't get lost um, again and just, remembering that lockdown was a bit of a blessing in the sense that our goal is safety and to kind of slow down with life and to appreciate the little things and things like that so it was just one big mental struggle for me I did get through it but I did uh, definitely back myself up with a lot of discipline so I am my own biggest critic and that wasn't the best thing to have about lockdown because obviously it's just me myself and I mm. um, but frustrated was the perfect word. Um, very overwhelming with people don't know who I am and people have already forgotten. And when shows come back, people aren't going to want to see someone that just debuted. They're going to want to see the mainstays. Um, and that really just served as inspiration to keep myself in the game. I'm really of the mindset that the only way I'm not going to succeed at what I truly want is if I give up. And when it's my dreams on the line, I don't intent on giving up so that's just kind of how I got through that a lot of discipline a lot of giving myself grace but a lot of reminding myself why I'm doing what I'm doing that's and yeah it's perfectly said it's why we continually did the podcast through the lockdown yeah just so we had we kept the schedule yes there wasn't a lot of wrestling to go over in Melbourne and you know a little bit wider to the eastern um side of the country but um I know checking in with Tony and Welshie every week was good for my own mental health. I know it was great for Welshie and, and Tony. Having those routines while we're yeah. in those lockdowns, you know, whether I know a lot of wrestlers, the Zoom Academy um, yep. chats and classes, like you guys stuck with those as well? We did, yeah. We had a lot of stretch classes. We, My favourite classes, we would actually just join in one big um, video chat and we would go through matches and just talk about match structure and match psychology. And 
I think those are things, regardless of um, the lockdown and quarantine or everything, those are just important facets of wrestling. And lockdown actually gave me more time to focus on that. And I think that elevated me. Um, I think it elevated a lot of the people that were in class with me as well. So it was incredibly beneficial to have time where, and at the same time too, I think if you're serious about wrestling, you're still going to find ways of being physical. So you're not completely lacking in that area. Are you going to get your butt kicked when you get back at training? Absolutely. But I was doing what I can physically, but also just taking the time to appreciate the mental side of wrestling. It's not an opportunity that a lot of people had before. I think a lot of people like to rush and get into um, just the basic physicality of it. Um, but, yeah, no, we had um, Zoom classes around stretching and match psychology and they offered a lot of privates to talk about our own characters. Um, we got to pitch ideas where we see ourselves going. So that was really, really fun and I learned a bunch. Why wrestling for you? What, what made you want to be a wrestler? For me, so I grew up with three older brothers. Um, my dad's a huge fan of wrestling and it was just something that was kind of on the TV. And what drew me into wrestling was the characters mm. and the idea that you could be every single thing that you wanted to be. And it was always something that kind of stuck with me. And I think people in my life thought that it would be a phase when I was 10 and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be on TV and I'm going to reach for the stars and yada, yada, yada. But it just became a constant for me throughout my life. I grew up dancing, so I knew that I was addicted to performing and telling stories and being on a stage and things like that. Um, and then when my love for dancing kind of took a back turn, I kind of, I graduated high school and it was, I was like, what am I going to do with my life now? Because I'm slowly becoming an adult. And the idea of starting fresh and thinking of what brought me passion and interest, I just kind of sat back and had a chat with myself and was like, what is the biggest thing that I could ever do with myself? What is the one thing that I might regret should I not try this? And it was always wrestling. Um, so I definitely walked into it with the mentality of I can see the end goal and I want the end goal. But I think I would have given myself a lot of slack if other things brought me that type of passion as well. But really wrestling was the only thing that did that. Mm. It's acting and it's being this huge character and it's um, interacting with others. And then the crowd comes into it and you're interacting with fans and you get to tell these amazing stories and there's, my work and it's just it, it excites me all areas of it what was the reaction when you told your family that you wanted to start wrestling training <laughs> my mom well I was a dancer and my mom was just kind of like we'll see we'll see <laughs> um I actually I didn't tell anyone that I was gonna do it so at the time I didn't have my license, but I went online and I was like, okay, wrestling school near me. Um, and I knew that I had to get to the tryout. And I didn't tell anyone in my family. And I just think on the day I woke up and I was prepared and I was just like to my mom, can you drive me to this place? And she was like, okay. And we got there and it was just this random factory in the city. And she's like, what are you doing today, Skylar? <laughs> um, and by that point, we were already... Um, 
I already threw myself into the deep end so she couldn't react. Um, they were scared for my safety, I think, because they don't want their little girl to be tumbled around and things like that. They were scared of that aspect. But the second they saw me, it was just like the missing piece of the puzzle. And they were really happy to see that I was doing something that I loved. I think they saw me grow as a person as well. Um, and they were just happy for me. They're still scared. Like they still like coming to see me now. They're still a bit like, oh, I don't know. Um, they kind of get cringy and want to look away. And it's hard. I tell my mom all the time, do not get into the ring. Do not think that you have to protect me. Sit down and shut up, please. Leave me. <laughs> don't embarrass me, mom. <laughs> right? Like, mom. Um, but no, I think at first they were definitely terrifying because it wasn't the answer that the girly girl daughter would have, um, it's not what they expected. Um, but once they saw me and they saw that it fit, they were happy. We got there eventually. The, the passion wins overall. Ned, what, what was your mum's? Uh, first reaction seeing you in a ring she saw me perform at dancing so being loud and over the top and interactive she was just kind of like yep that's my baby <laughs> um, I didn't think she expected me to be as vicious but I mean when you're in the ring and you want the one two three and you want to win we're not there to uh, be friends and shake hands and be nice to each other. So I think the fact that it was competitive and I wanted to win, she was surprised at the lengths that I was willing to go to get that. But it's fine. She can't ground me when it's wrestling, right? Like she's not allowed yeah. to say you have to sleep outside tonight, right? Unconditional no. love. Uh, now I've watched some crazy stuff on television and dance mums <laughs> is probably one of those things. Your mum wasn't one of those, was she? Deb out. You know what? Me and mum grew up watching Dance Moms. And I have to say, at times, absolutely, she was not, <laughs> not in the sense of she'd never talk about the other dancers. But I think, I mean, she was just completely biased. She was like, well, I want you to be at the front and you really yeah. shine this and this is your strength. <clears throat> but like, even during dance practice she'd call me over to where she was sitting and she was like okay if you could just extend your legs that little bit more or <laughs> like uh roll your shoulders back I'm like mum I got it thank you um I think yeah we we grew up watching that show and there's a lot of similarities wow um, yeah so I she I didn't have you dressed that. up in like the tiara and all that sort of stuff did she not the tiara oh. Um, but there, there was, I mean, I wanted the tiara, but that was <laughs> so boost. Um, it was a lot of uh, glitter and rhinestones, oh, and yeah. colours because you have to be seen under all the lights. Um, and I think that's kind of where my flashy costumes come from in wrestling, comes from my dancing background yeah. and that love. Now, now, from your dancing and, you know, talking to you now, you seem like a very a confident person, uh, going to the MCW Academy, that confidence comes straight away or did you have to work at it? You know, and when did you feel confident actually once training started? My motto is even if you're not confident, you need to fake it till you make it because if I'm on my own side, I'm going to get through anything. 
And the last thing that I want is to fail. And the only way I'm going to fail is if I take myself out of the game. So even on days where I wasn't feeling too hot mentally, again, getting into training, it it is just a mental struggle. Fake it till you make it. And eventually going through grueling hours of training and staying committed, I surprised myself. And I kind of woke up one day and was like, you know what, you're a beast and you don't give yourself enough credit. So I guess that has turned into confidence, <clears throat> vanity. Um, <laughs> but I, th- I think it's a superpower. I think it lets you do anything. I don't know who I would be if I dare dream the things that I dream and I don't have the decency to back myself up and to fight for what I want. Why bother? Um, if I'm going to go for it, I'm going to go... 110% balls to the wall, I'm going to make it happen. And I think that only comes with confidence. Well, you didn't lack any confidence when you uh, threw out the challenge to Avery for the women's title. Heck no. I no. <laughs> I wanted gold. I'm not going to walk into a situation and let it. And, I mean, at that point, Avery had everything handed to her. I was very much walking into that situation knowing that if I was going to get through this, it was going to be with confidence. And even though I didn't get the win, which I'm still mad about. Thank you so much for reminding me. Apologies. <laughs> Thanks. I'll just I'll wipe my tears away. Um, confidence was still very much something that allowed me to make an impact. I think the last thing you want is for someone to challenge for gold and for them to say please and to say thank you and for them to go about it a completely different way. I, I'm happy with the way I went about it. I knew what I wanted. I said what I wanted and I went after it. And was I a bit aggressive? Sure. Did I get the win? No. But at the same time, now that we're bringing up championships, there's another opportunity coming up soon. And I think there's a lot that I learned from that match with Avery that will help me secure the W in the future. So I guess that was just beginner's bad luck. Um but won't make the same mistakes again, that's for sure. And you exhume confidence in The Influence, which, of course, is your uh, TikTok, I think, mini-series <laughs> that you do. A TV series in MCW history. Yeah. Uh, how do you enjoy being in front of the camera? <laughs> how do you think? Well, well you, you look like you love it. <laughs> I, I do. I think I have something inside of me where... I'm bursting at the seams and I have so much that I want to share and I have so much that I want to say. And the influence is the perfect platform to do that because it's just a good few minutes of anything that I want to talk about. It's a good few minutes about everything all about me. It's my own platform. Um, And no one else has that. So I feel a little bit special at the same time. But I get to say what I want to say. I get to wear what I want to wear. I get to act how I want to act. And that's perfect for me. gives me opportunities, it gets my name out there, it lets me interact with my cruise crew, my fans. Um, It makes it clear what my goals are in wrestling so that when you do see me coming for things like an open challenge against the women's champion at the time, it makes sense. Um, I want what I want and the influence lets me have that. Now, debuting the segment at uh, Fusion at MCW, returning on Saturday night. Yeah. For the listeners that uh, haven't seen some of the series that you've already released, what mm-hmm. are 
what should they be expecting from this uh, segment, Sata? Well, so the influence is all about Skylar Cruz and all about MCW. So like I said, it's not something like I go into it and I plan what I want to say. It's kind of like my mini interaction with the crowd. I'm so excited to be back in front of the crowd. So I'll have to um, go around and express that. But at the same time, I think I have a pretty good idea of the message that I want to send across. I, I can't comment too much on what that will be, but it's got a lot to do with the women in MCW. It's got a lot to do with the women in Australian wrestling. Um, for everyone that will be tuning in this Saturday to watch Fusion, my influence segment there will be talking about where I want to see the world of wrestling going, where I want to see Australian wrestling going, where I want to see the women's division in MCW going. That's a matter very close to my heart. Um, and there will be a lot of influencing in that segment. I suppose there's a little bit of an undertone then that we can take from the week after. Of course, MCW have Worlds Collide, PWA coming down to Melbourne Uh for that Sunday event, and we know that you've already been booked for that show with the opportunity of maybe taking out the women's title. I'm sorry, maybe? What was that? Maybe taking out. You, you've got the opportunity. I didn't say you wouldn't. I said you've got the opportunity. You said maybe. You did, did I? say maybe. The we, opportunity we, maybe. Hang on, hang on. I'll cut yeah. that out. Hang on. Let's start. <laughs> yeah, hit the end uh, of So you've got the opportunity to win the women's title. Thank you. I didn't get this far. Hang on, let me start that again because I actually said women's. It should have been women's. Uh, mm-hmm. You've got the opportunity, Skylar, to win yep. the women's. Oh, you know what I mean. MCW yeah, women's, women's title. That's yeah, that's I'll all. do your job for you. It's fine. It's fine. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you. Please. <laughs> um, no. Yes, the opportunity is there, and I intend on taking it. I was the first woman to be announced for that match, and I think that says a lot that the people in charge of making this happen, the first name that came to mind was mine, and I think people are very excited to see me. I know I'm very excited to be in that role. I know I'm very excited to be in a position where I get my hands on gold again because it's not just a regular match. It's a match for a championship. And when that happens, there's so many stakes up for grabs and it's you're not going to act in a regular match how you do in a championship match. So I'm very excited just to be on the day to feel all the emotions and to kind of finally take this chance after training my butt off And after going through lockdown after lockdown, seeing people quit and taking their spot, I'm excited to keep pushing and get to where I want. And I said at the start of the year, my goal was the MCW Women's Championship. And next Saturday, that actually comes true. And I get that. And I can't think of a better way to kick off the year, to be honest, and to start a new one. It's a good early Christmas present, that's for sure. Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> but there is other seven other competitors in, in the ring. Um, mine I'm not worried about any of those. Jess Troy, you got to keep your arms close to yourself. She might, I she might think, target them. Yeah, well, the thing about Jess Troy, she's not very clever in the sense that her literal nickname is her plan on how she wants to win a match what are you going to do Jess oh you're going to go for my arm great thank you so much for letting me know exactly what you plan on 
because that allows me to outsmart you and that allows me to come up with plan A, B and C. And I think from the experience that she has, yeah, just true is amazing. She's gone everywhere. She's battled everyone. She's come out on top. She's gone through highs and lows. She's a force to be reckoned with. But she's an idiot if she thinks that she can actually get through this and get the championship because what's going to happen? She's going to get the championship. She's going to take it and she's going to go on her plane and she's going to fly to her different state. And this is a Melbourne City Wrestling Women's Championship. And if one of them interstaters takes what I want, I will be sick. And I think that's going to be the driving force next week. So am I worried about Jessica Troy? I know her game plan. I've never been in the ring with her, but I can anticipate everything that she's going to do. She hasn't seen much of what I've done. That's kind of my advantage. She doesn't know where I'm going to come from. So, again, confidence. I'm very confident. The girls that are in the match, yeah, they're talented and they've been around and you get the strength of someone like Chanel Phoenix and you get someone as charismatic as Lily Blaze, and they're great competitors. I'm just saying that I deserve this more, and I'm saying that I will be a better champion, and I'm saying I have more desire than any of those females put together. So I have no doubt at the end of the night, I might throw them all out of the ring. I don't know. We'll see. I will absolutely be the one holding gold. There's no maybes. There's no, are you scared of this person? No, I didn't come this far for that. I am telling you right now, it is set in the stars. Skylar Cruz will be MCW Women's Championship. Like, it, it's it's that simple. You've convinced me. That's confidence there. Yeah. Tony, Thank when we release the show, you might have to put in the show notes. It's a spoiler yeah. warning for Saturday yeah, night yeah. as well. Spoilers. 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 Yeah, spoiler point. alert. Um, yeah, that's uh, well, you're going to tick off your 2001 goal by having championship gold around your waist. I was actually thinking about that today. It's going to be so satisfying just to tick. Easy. Just get the green pen out of, for the notepad, tick that off, yeah. and then get the new notepad for next year, yeah. 2022. Post, oh, post it all over Instagram. <laughs> Do, who am I going to challenge? I can't wait. What are the what are the goals in twenty twenty two then? Is that mm-hmm. you know return returning to Sydney, you know, future uh wrestling, you know, being booked in Tasmania as well. Um, you know, more you traveling. With me, don't you? Are you a fan? Course. He's a stalker. No, oh, I, I, I follow the in, I, I follow the influencer, Tony. You, you of course. A stalker, I know. You've got to know where the influencers are, mate. You absolutely have to. You you know what? Gold star for you. Good job. Um, absolutely. I just started, as you know, traveling interstate. So FWA was my first interstate booking and I had so much fun. Um, that would be a main goal next year in 2022. Of course, with my MCW Women's Championship, that's number one. And the most exciting thing I can think of is to take that championship all over Australia and to represent it and to represent it well. Um, that's the best thing that I can think of. I want to go everywhere. I want to influence as many people as I can. I want to get in the ring with as many 
women, perhaps men that I can. I want to get in front of great crowds and I want to show why I belong here and I want to show what I have. And I'm very much learning never to say never. I'm learning to be open to any opportunity that comes my way. Um, so next year, a lot of traveling with my baby, my championship. Um, yeah, we'll see. You sound like a lady who doesn't suffer fools. And I suppose <laughs> that's probably why you've sort of, in a way, partnered up with absolute excellence. My man, Ant Cava. Yeah. No, like, why not? He, me and Anth, we actually grew up together. Um, you went, now I heard that. You went to primary school together in high school. We went to primary school. We went to high school together. We, it's hilarious. Like, he was always the year below me and we always knew who each other was and we've always been, like, magnetised to each other. Um, and we actually didn't plan to go to the academy together at all. It was just one of those things where we were close at school and then after school you kind of lose um, communication and conversation but you still keep in touch. Um, and I just remember coming to the academy and, like, he was there and I was like, well, hey, what's going to happen now? Let's, like, and we just completely took over together. Um, and I think that's what has made my journey right now so special is the fact that I've had a friend to share that with and I've been able to share his memorable experiences with him as well um, and to kind of seeing each other grow and transform into who we are, that's incredibly rewarding and I feel very safe having him by my side. Yeah, nice. like, having a, like having a tag team partner, be able to lift each yeah. other up when you're down, have each other's back uh, through the hard times and celebrate yeah. the good times as well. Exactly. He's, we're each other's support systems. We're tag partners. We're best friends. Um, everything rolled into one, definitely. So you didn't play four square down ball with each other in lunch breaks and stuff at school? You know what? If I did, I would have won. Um, oh, no doubt. Have a, we're just very competitive. So let's not make him cry. Um, no, we very much just, we stuck to ourselves. Yeah. I think when you've got one really good friend, you don't really feel the need to have a bunch of people around you. Um, it's kind of, it gets to a point where so many people around you, it's kind of deafening and how many people have around you actually add to your life. That's something completely altogether. Um, me and Kava, we knew very quickly that we were meant to be friends. We were meant to go through something together and we st stood by that. Um, yeah. Speaking of friends, there's going to be a united front, isn't there, with MCW up against PWA next Sunday. Interesting. I don't think we've sort of had this New South Wales versus Victoria type thing mm -hmm. happen too much before. What's the talk like at training? Is everyone really pumped about defending Victoria? 100%. That's the goal. We want to represent MCW. We want to represent our state because I think during lockdown, a lot of people kind of ruled Melbourne out. We had a lot of people in our scene decide that wrestling was no longer for them. They went in different directions. And talent from other states, like, I mean, Perth right now is killing it. Mm. Um but also, like, a lot of during our lockdowns, like, Sydney was still able to train and things like that. And, by, like, 
very opposite timing. Um, even though everyone at the academy and everyone at MCW, we might not all be the best of friends, like every single person. You might not generally love and care for every single person there, but if we can unite on one agreeance is that we will have each other's backs over people that are coming into our territory. And worlds collide, MCW versus PWA. It's very clear there's going to be one winner. There's going to be one better promotion. There's going to be one better state. And I intend to have that be MCW. I intend that that to be Victoria, and it will be. Um, everyone's very pumped up to represent, and it's a great opportunity for all of us. Because And, and I, let's not get it twisted. Everyone at PWA is freakishly talented. They're incredible athletes. They have incredible coaches. We're just better. And to have a platform where we can showcase that in front of their fans too, I'm very excited for that. Beautiful stuff. Scarlett, oh, sorry, long ago. I was just going to say, uh, debuting live, live stream on Fight TV for the Worlds Collide yes. as well. Um, yeah, can't wait. Imagine social media is going to be going nuts. Uh, you probably got your own hashtag ready to go. Um, Hash- Sky hashtag the influential on Instagram. I am at I I am Scarlet Cruz. Um, no, it's going to blow up on Fight TV. It just allows us to grow our platform even more, and it allows more eyes to be on us. So I highly encourage everyone if you can't get down there, watch at home. Be involved. Give us your feedback. Like, get our names out there. See what we're doing because what we're doing is going to be amazing. It's going to be influential. And I think it's one of those things where if you can't get down there and if you can't tune in but you're still going to talk about it and put your two cents in, you're lazy and you're annoying. Yeah. Watch us and watch us well. Limited tickets still available. Head to the MCW or mcitywrestling.com.au website. Head to Ballroom, Worlds Collide Ballroom Blitz, and you can still get some tickets uh, for the night. And I do believe that this Friday night, the uh, that show at the Academy, the uh, Fusion show is pretty much, oh, sorry, Saturday night, is pretty much all sold okay. out. It is, basically. And, I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm no. on the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it, it is basically all sold out already. I believe there may be a few more random seats. You know, people come in their packs and you might get um, a random seat here or there, but it's sold out fairly quickly. Um, yeah. There's an amazing card. There's a lot of incredible wrestlers and matchups ready to go. I think you'd be silly not to head down there. I think you'd be silly not to watch. Um, we are almost sold out and it's not surprising at all. And you'll get to see the glitz and glamour of this lady, Skylar Cruz. Thanks for your time, Skylar. Really appreciate it. Good luck with everything next Sunday. And when you win the title, we'd love to have a chat to you again and uh, talk to you about how you're going to defend it. Thank you. Luck is for losers. I absolutely will win the championship, and I cannot wait to rub that in your face. Skylar Cruz joining us here on The Turnbuckle.
Welcome back, part two of the show. And Lyle Scott right. was fantastic. Hang on. All right, all right. Where is, where is he? Where is Welchie? It's me, oh, so who's this? We might have to hold up the second segment for a sec, Tony. We've got an intruder. Oh, it's Jeff. Hang on, it's Jeff. Yeah. Hey, mate, how are you going? How you oh, I'm all right. I'm all right. How are you, fellas? Well, we're all right. Uh, yeah. Mate, I was just going to ask Lyle the same question. Where is he? Uh, normally, Welchie would join us. But yeah. he's not here. What, what's happening? Well, I do know. I, I wasn't sure well she was going to be here tonight. I didn't realise he was taking the night off. But I do know he's taking this weekend very serious. And he's doing a lot of uh, wrestling trivia trainings, just buffering all his categories and stuff like that. You know, who was the third man eliminated in the 1991 Royal Rumble, just in case. He's covering every base. He is our reigning defending champion. So, you know. Backloaded. Extremely unprofessional, Jeff. I, I sincerely apologise on well, the show's I mean, behalf. That's fine, Tony. If he's taking it seriously, it's the first bloody time he's taken anything seriously in his entire life. Yeah, I mean, cool. the only other thing he takes seriously is getting the vaccine, which is a good thing, because you can only come to Comic-Con if you're vaccinated. I better add that in. Now, if you're going to be around at Comic-Con from 3 to 4 10 on the Witcher stage... Don't know what that looks like, but I'll find out on Saturday. Uh, it's it's us, and it's going to be Asia versus Murdoch 2, Electric Boogaloo. They celebrated their anniversary this week. I wonder what that's going to look like. Can I ask a question? And I'm not a nerd. What is Comic-Con? Oh, gosh, Tony, where have you been? Comic-Con is one of the biggest conventions, popular culture conventions in the world. It's, it emanates originally from San Diego, but the Australian arm is very, very large as well. It's got heaps of uh, pop culture, comics, cosplay. Mm. That's where you dress up as somebody else. Tony, you should dress up as a Dalek because um, anything yeah. that covers all of you is an advantage. I like how Tony says, I'm not a nerd while hosting a wrestling podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a very good point. You know? There's only a million of us, uh, but no, you know it's big. It, it's big for WrestleBrainy. So congratulations, you know Comic Con. It's awesome. Yes. You know, I know, I know. Well, she's claiming all, all, um, all the credit. Um, I think this is going to be a big hit. He's, he's expecting three, four thousand people to watch. Um, that's why he's taking this week serious. You know, he's got to take that trophy home for us, Tony. So why are you taking head for Tony? He's representing us. I have one question, guys. I have one question. Now that I've got you, and we're actually being nice to each other, it's a rarity. What's the angle? What's the angle? What's he got planned? What's he going to do? He's going to somehow screw me over again and screw the good people of Comic-Con over again. And I might add, this is a family show. There'll be no swearing. There'll be no overt shenanigans. We're going to have called down the middle. I've got Hawko. I told him, call it right down the middle. What's the angle? Something's got to be going on. Yeah, I'd love to tell you, mate. If I knew, I would tell you, but I have no idea. Yeah, right, Tony. Yeah. Well, we, no, yeah, no, we know you got I no idea. Tony, Tony never has any idea, to be honest. But Hawko, I've never seen Hawko uh, play at Shiftier, and he's always been straight down the middle any time I've seen him ref. Yeah, sure, like when you handed him a briefcase full of cash. Yeah, no, that was straight down the middle. Yeah, but what yes. did he do after that? He called the match straight down the middle in our favour. That's still straight down the middle. <laughs> Listen, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you win or lose, as long as you cheat, is um, our motto. That's Walshie's um, motto, anyway. <laughs> well, and, 
It's and definitely not done. my motto, Jeff. He's a changed man. He's a changed man. I don't know, you know. Well, that remains to be seen this Saturday at 10 past three at the Witcher stage. I mean, you know, uh, apparently Kyle O'Reilly left NXT today. Maybe I can get rid of uh, Welchie this weekend. Two ringers for the price of one. We wish you all the best with them, mate. It's going to be a fantastic show. Saturday, 10 past three on the Witcher stage at Comic-Con. Get to see WrestleBrainia. Catch you soon, buddy. Thanks, fellas. See you again. Jeff from WrestleBrainia joining us here on the Turnbuckle. All right, well, I hope that works out for uh, for Jeff at Comic-Con. I'm not sure what Welshie's going to do to spoil that event, but, yeah. The training, Tony. Trivia yeah, training. Yeah. That's why he said, he told us what he messaged me, why he wouldn't be on the show, taking it serious, to deliver us another win and keep that trophy. Has it been in your house yet? We no, no, I haven't seen it. No, share it. No. So it's not like I thought Stanley it would have been Cup the bar by now, but. Yeah, I haven't had a go of it yet either, so he's hogging yeah. it for himself. But I tell you what, one trophy that's going to remain in Australia is the Ashes, and that is oh. music to the ear. Of oh, wow, fellow oh, commentator Jules. Well, what after, a way to after find watching out day after watching day one action. I think I'm pretty confident in saying that. Oh look, it, it's a it's a best out of five fours count anywhere match. Nobody ever wins on the first four. Let's let's put it like that. Yeah, but, um, yeah, hey, look, speaking of WrestleBrainia, look, I'm glad I'm not a full-time proper on the turnbuckle member because, like, you talk about Welch, he's probably going to do some stupid shit, right? He's probably going to do some stunt or some gimmick or some silly stuff for Comic-Con. No and, doubt. And honestly, I'm so glad that I don't have to get involved with things like dancers and wrestling spots and tables and stuff. As yeah, I know, you want to stick away from that. We, yeah. we all stay in our own lane uh, here. He's He's out there, you know, and he, hey, you want to be involved in this WrestleBrainia stuff? Yeah, I will, just on the outskirts, you know, I'll grab your yeah. pom-poms and stuff like that. But no, no, I'm not getting anywhere near the wrestlers and stuff. I'm, yeah, uh, I'm Comic Con may never come back to Melbourne after this. <laughs> but ruin it for everyone. Yeah, now Jeff did say it's a family-friendly show and it's got Welshie yeah. and Hawko. Good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, Tosh, it's... Mm, yeah, good, good luck with that. <laughs> uh Speaking of Jeff, Jeff Hardy on the top of my list. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's all a little bit of speculation at the minute, but, you know, leaving mid-match through the crowd and stuff, um, you know, I think we all hope it's not what we assume. Um, you know, he's had his past demons, you know, in the past, you know, he's gotten over him, you know, to then fall back in. Um, hope you was something else. Uh, you know, just wishing him a speedy recovery. He's been sent home, so mm. you know, and you know, until everything comes out, it's, it's all speculation at the minute. Yeah, I hope he's all right, but it might mean they have to re-sign Sting to uh, squash him to the pen. <laughs> and Eric, Bisch- Eric Eric Bischoff come out mid-match and basically <laughs> that was I tell you what that you know um, that TNA pay per view uh, was it Victory Road Victory Road yeah. Victory Road. And you actually got to see a match being booked on the fly by <laughs> Eric Bischoff in the ring. Amazing. If you haven't seen it, it's on YouTube. Um, and it is the most car crash heavy, but you can't take your eyes off it at the same time. No. Stingley looks visibly pissed off in, uh, yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. At least no, I wish, wish him all the best. 
Wish him all the best. Of course. I really do. Of course. But, but, you know, nobody should be allowed to come to the ring in not a good state like that. So apart yeah. from Drunk Uncle Beach, we'll, we'll, we'll just give the pass for that. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's different. That's different. Yeah, no, very different. And uh, as you said, we do wish him all the best. What can you tell me about uh, Drayden, PCW's Drayden? Yeah, he's um, he's mentioned it on Twitter. And, uh, you know, he's only a young guy. Um, you know, he's stepping away for a little bit. It's not, it's goodbye, but not forever. Um, you know, he's just got some mental health issues at the minute. You know, so I commend him being such a young guy and actually being open about it. I know just from personal experience with myself and mates, you know, being young and tough and, yeah. and all that kind of bravado bullshit. Um, you know, that's good. Got he, you know, got the courage to, uh, you know, admit he's got, a, you know, he's got a problem, um, you know, and he needs help. You know, he's booked in to see a psych- psychiatrist. So I commend him. Uh, it's a brave thing what he's doing, you know, yeah. going public with it as well. When he didn't really have to, could have easily just fell back away. You know, wrestling's only just opened up. Um so, yeah, commend him. I hope people see it as, um, you know, that if you are struggling, you can reach out, you know. It, it doesn't matter what, what job you do, right? If you are feeling in that way, I've done it myself, right? I've needed to take a mental health break from work, and I was lucky that I had the support of my, the, the people in my, my teams around me. And I, and I think it's, it's relatable for anybody. So if you are feeling that way, don't, don't let it get into a situation reach out, talk about it, and take the break that you need to. But yeah. all respect to somebody in the public eye like a wrestler for doing that. Very true. And actually, I'll, I'll take this moment just to promote you. As you guys know, I do a lot of work with the Mail Hug. Yep. And this week, we actually just started up our one 800 buddy line. So if you really need someone to speak to and you've got so, and you haven't got anyone that you can speak to or you don't feel you can speak to family or friends or anyone like that, then all you need to do is dial 1-800-4-BUDDY, which is 1-800-4, I think it's well, whatever the, the numbers on the phone are, but 1-800-4-BUDDY, and that'll get you through to someone who will just be there to have a listen and you know have a chat to you about things. Not a trained clinician, just a person who is just there to hear you out and help you get stuff off your shoulders. So 1-800-4-BUDDY, give it a call if you are struggling, and uh, there'll be someone at the other end waiting to uh, to have a chat so yeah, yeah. Uh, great initiative with the male hug tony commend you for that Thank you know? you. and sometimes all you need is an ear yeah that's you it you just need an ear yeah you know, sometimes you... you feel that you mightn't have one because no, you can't right. you, you might feel you might be able to talk to your partner or you can't talk to your mum yep. and dad or something like that here you go there's yeah. someone there at the other end non-judgmental just someone there who's going to listen to you and let you get it off your shoulders so 1804 buddy that's the number of the uh, the buddy line NXT war games how was my man Grayson Waller? Tell and the what, jump Tony. off the top of the case, my God! Yeah, I, I, you know, he's probably never been off a cage before. I wouldn't have thought um, in his, you know, still pretty early in his career. Um, that's so, like a that's like a forty meter elbow drop. Well, he didn't just that you know, high. yeah, he didn't just come off the cage. He actually jumped yeah. up off the cage to get a bit extra. Which you know, hey Grayson, next time. Just fall off the top of the cage, mate. You don't have to get it. It's impressive enough, um, you know, but we've you learn known, with experience. We've known Grayson for a few years, as most Aussie <laughs> wrestling fans have, and I've never known him just to do something. No, that's right. You're, you're right there. Um, no, he looked good in, in the match, um, you know, other than the 
the men's war games match probably going a little bit too long, but I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, which the NXT, you know, um, you know, you got the black and gold team, so the older mainstays of the sh- of the show, you know, fighting against the young up and comers. You know, Ron Breaker. I there's something about him. I just you can't take your eyes off the screen. Mm. He sounds exactly like Scott Hall on the microphone. Um, oh. you know, it, which is great. It's it's a spitting him. If you didn't, if you weren't looking at the TV, you'd assume Scott Steiner. Other than he's not swearing. Um, so, yeah, I thought that match was really good. Yeah, that bump was crazy, you know, through a table. Um, oh, interesting where he goes, attacking, you know, Gagano, which we'll talk about later, on NXT in the follow-up. So, mate, they've got big plans for Grayson. So, might have to bring uh, the Grayson uh, – what, what did you call your segment when you – Tony, yes, followed him? What was your oh, segment? Oh, just the, oh, it was the 205 Live. You might have yeah, just changed right. it to the great. Yeah. What did Grayson do this week? Um, so, no, I thought I thought it was a decent show. I only ended up watching three matches. You know, Elliot Sexton getting his head shaved. Such a good role. You yeah. know, if you've if anyone's seen Elliot Sexton, you know, Drew Cutson in NXT, <laughs> that's his bread and butter. That is his bread and butter. Um, R.I.P. to one of the longest lasting wrestling haircuts of all time. That's it. And the best part about it when yeah, you know, when he come out on NXT and he's got the blonde wig on and he's claiming that no, no, it's yeah, you know, he didn't cut that much hair off. This is real. I've just got it touched up. Um you know, I I'm interested to see how far yeah, you because know, he can play the good heel fodder character. Amazing. Um, you know, the woman's match was really good as well. Um, yeah, you know, there was a Cora Jade spot where she she came off the top rope through a table and landed sort of awkwardly on her shoulder, but it went, you know, I thought she'd hurt her shoulder. She was selling it that good. And then, you know, Eo Shirai come over with the, I'll pop your shoulder back in spot, which was amazing. It was really creative. So, you know, I only watched the three matches, but I, I thought what I seen was, it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Jules, when I went to Chicago, I'm not sure if you knew that I went, uh, <laughs> I was fortunate enough that War Games was on that same weekend as Survivor Series. And I actually preferred War Games to Survivor Series. It's a yeah. fantastic format. It goes really well. Oh, it's never failed. You you, you can't go wrong. If, if that's the first War Games match you've ever seen, the NXT War yeah. Games, just watch all of them, like yeah. including Russo's Revenge. Watch, watch all of them because you can never fail to have a good time. Yeah. And especially watch 2019 in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> See if you're in the crowd, Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And you, you took a little, you took a cameraman with you as well, didn't you? Yeah, um, I did. Yep, yep. Yeah, you... child labour was good. Yeah, you paid tax on that, didn't you, Tony? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> uh, you mentioned the name Gagano. Is he staying or leaving in WWE? I, I assume he's staying. Like, yeah, you know, he's got a pregnant wife. Uh, you know, Grayson. Attacking him on NX on the NXT uh, follow-up show, which was great because he was cutting a really heartfelt promo about you know he's going to be a new dad in February and he was re- getting really emotional. <laughs> and then Grayson just hit him with a chair from behind. It was it was really weird. And I just as any good blue-blooded Aussie would do. Well, that's right. You know who gives a stuff? Are you going to be a dad? Here's a chair shot. Um, you know, but he's been there that long. You know, his wife's under contract. 
you know, one of his best friends, Champers, under contract. You know, those two guys, they could be the future PC coaches. You know, yeah. have, have a have a job for life. I think the way they've presented it, that if you're a jabroni mark without a life that don't know it's a work when you work a work and you work yourself into a shoot marks, HH. <laughs> it's it's definitely signalling that that this is something that's uh, been very well crafted and planned. Yeah, because if if he doesn't resign and he leaves, this is very off brand for anything WWE's ever done <laughs> for 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 a guy. Um... So, who knows? Uh, and he's, could, a, he's just a good fit. Yeah. 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 He well, might end up re, on the main roster. He could, he could resign and then get the sack the next day. So, well, true. Yeah. There's, <laughs> unless he gets the, the, the new no cut clause in a contract, which yeah. I think a lot of wrestlers should be doing going forward, mm. especially in WWE. Would well, it be wrong of me just to say that I have no idea what Jules was just talking about? <laughs> ago? It's not wrong because that means you're not uh, all over Hulk Hogan's Twitter. So oh, okay. that, sure. that's probably a, a good thing. But I do still know... Of, still one of the best tweets. But I do know that when Jules talks about his dream match, the name Suzuki pops up somewhere. Oh, my God. I, I can't tell you how much this match is going to be insane. So what you've got in DDT on, on boxing... Never mind the Boxing Day test, and, and we, won't, we absolutely no, won't you talk won't, about exactly. the ashes. We, like, forget that shit. <laughs> I don't care that you're the voice of the MCG. I'm having nothing to do with the MCG <laughs> on Boxing Day, mate. But um, on Boxing Day, you've got Eruption, which is Higuchi, Sakaguchi, and Sakiakai, which is, um, by anybody's money, um, an incredible trio, um, regardless of gender, which is the way it should be. But they are wrestling um, Chris Brooks, a favourite of mine for many years, obviously, Schadenfreude, the Aussie Open guys, big connections there. Um, Maki Ito, who we're all fond of in one way or another. Everyone's Welch's favourite. Welch's absolute favourite. Yeah. But only the king, Minoru Suzuki, as well. So, um, honestly, when that was announced, there was, there was definitely eruption. Uh, not necessarily <laughs> that, the, the one they were talking about. Uh, it, honestly, I, I've never popped for a match. I, it's been a long time since I popped for a match like that. So yeah, the, the, uh, I think DDT have just put on YouTube the match that um, Sakaguchi and Suzuki had in 2016. Um, that's definitely worth a watch as well. So yeah, that's going to be a big Christmas highlight. Well, fantastic. Uh, well, I've got you, Jules. New Japan Tag Team Tag League Finals are on. Yeah, so Japan update number two. Um, it's getting pretty cl- pretty close, pretty tight. So um, my boy Zaki and Dangerous Techers are up there as time of recording. Um, there are one, two, three teams up on uh, 14 points in Tag League. So it could go to um, Suzuki Guns or Dangerous Techers. It could go to the United Empire team of Great Okan and Hinare. It could go to, um, oh yeah, Yoshihashi and Goto as well. So it could go to Chaos. It could go to Sonata and Naito. So they've, they've booked this kind of well. It, there's only really Bullet Club not in the, um, in the running for the, uh, the, the sort of title of it. Yeah. What about my, my, my pick for the, the tag league at the start? Tanahashi and uh, Yano. They, they, still, they still a chance? Gone. They, they, mathematically, done. are they out now? Finished. All gone. Gone and done. So oh, they're, they're almost in... Interesting, though, because they're almost in that territory now. Yeah. yeah. I I need that shirt that uh they've got uh, the collaboration that shirt is amazing. Uh, what about uh you know your favorite you're speaking about him uh, 
Suzuki and uh, and Tucker. How how are they tracking in the standings? Um, <laughs> about that. Gone, yeah. finished, all over. Oh, they didn't even start, mate. They've got no, zero they haven't points. even they haven't scored a, a point. <laughs> yeah. So, but I think this could tell a story about Tucker and Suzuki gone returners. Uh, so, uh, poor, poor Tucker. He looked like uh, England in the first session today. In all Ready sorts. to fight back and win? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. No, I don't know. There could be a late, late third day comeback. We don't know. Yeah. Hey, uh, I love this time of the year for New Japan Wrestling because it all seems to be happening and building up to one big, massive finale, of course, at the, the end of December, early January. The, the New Japan Super Junior Finals are on as well. Yeah, look, this, is, this has been booked pretty well as well. You've got show obviously, being um, a big turn and he's at the top of the uh, current table there. But it, there's two points between, what, six people? So you've got Hiromu, just one point behind. Desperado, one point behind. Robbie, only two points behind. Wow. Right? Our boy, yeah. he's only two points behind. And he's only just gone and beaten show as well. So this could go any way possible. And then on the same points as Robbie, you've got um, Ishimori, you've got Yo, you've got um, ELP as well. So you've got El Fantasma, oh, Robbie. This... It's probably one of the most interesting times to jump on it now. There's been a lot of matches until now. But if you haven't been checking it, Tag League and Super Juniors, get on it. Yeah. And the Super Juniors, easily just looking at that, the lineup and the point standing, four or five of those guys could could be the winner. Um, yeah, obviously we're rooting for Robbie. And how good has it been just seeing Robbie wrestle every couple of nights for the last couple of weeks? You know, it's it's awesome, you know. Pulling, you know, pulling out the no, no, no. It's, it tops me every time <laughs> against show. You know, tapping people out in the middle of the ring the last couple of shows. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's, it's exciting. Good stuff. Hey, the Renegades have a, another talent announcement, and this time it's uh, one of our – she's become one of our favourites, Delta. Amazing. Great signing. Great signing. You know, hot off what, what uh, she just showed Melbourne – wrestling at the death match down under show the other week super impressive you know match against uh jake andrew arthur i'm excited that's a that's another another great signing by the renegades team well done well played they, they haven't had a dud get yet and nah. look i i had to take the time after that death match down under show to to seek out delta and just say how great she did because honestly that was a hell of a performance and, and especially against someone like jake so yeah fantastic get we spoke to Skylar Cruz about the return of MCW over the next two weekends. Of course, this Saturday, they've got their fusion show at the Academy. And then next Sunday, the big one where the worlds collide up against PWA. Uh, great to see them back. And that means pretty much all the promotions, all the big name promotions have uh, stepped back into the ring in the last few weeks. Oh, look, can I just say, how good is that fusion show looking? Like, suppose oh, for an Academy show, you've got, Royce versus Ant Carver in a what is it? A Doritos Cava. on a pole. Cava. Tony, Cava. correct him. Yeah, he just got Cava. corrected to the 30 minutes from Skylar. It's Cava. Cava. There's no European, R there. Too European. Uh, it, don't worry. But it, isn't it, isn't it like it. a um, Doritos on a pole match or something? Like there's some kind of banter going on about Doritos. There's banter there, but it's a number one contenders for the Inter Commonwealth uh, title. You know, it banger card, banger. You know. I'm looking forward to it, you know. If Royce, Mitch, got, if Royce has still got a sore foot, he could become a carver. <laughs> wow, wow. Why do I laugh? 
Don't encourage involuntary. It's involuntary. Don't encourage me. But Slicks and Mitch uh, teaming up again against the Natural Classics. That's a banger of a match. Um, interested to see how they, Villani and, and Dust, mm. you know, two young guys in the MCW scene. So, you know, and obviously, sleeper. yeah, Sleeper for sure. And Dusk has been on a tear since the, the last open, uh, lockdown ending, been on a tear. Um, and obviously, we spoke about it in the interview. Skylar debuting the Influence Live um, yeah. at Fusion as well. So it's just exciting seeing wrestling companies open back up. It's great for the wrestling fans. Yeah, very much so. And WrestleBrainia, of course, at Comic-Con. Ten past three at the Witches stage. At Comic-Con, uh, looking forward to seeing how that goes. This is amazing. My upcoming events sheet is the biggest oh. it's been in like 18 months, which is heartwarming. Let's go through it. It actually starts on a Thursday night. I couldn't believe this. I thought it might have been a, a mistake. Thursday, Thursday afternoon, then not. Thursday afternoon, exactly. DMDU, peer pressure from dead people, 2 o'clock. On Thursday afternoon, now it's not a live show, of course, but it's on IWTI. So make sure you catch that if you TV. didn't catch it live. IWTV. You've got IWTI here on the run. Oh, now. that's a typo, Tony. Okay. IWTV. Well, is I next to V on the keyboard? I don't know. No, it's not even close. <laughs> what are you How doing? well she did the run sheet, mate. Uh, PCW, Thursday night slam in Ferntree Gully. PWA uh, on the Gold Coast. In Burley Heads, my God, they're getting around at the moment. Yep, good. More, more, more shows, please. Where do you reckon New Pro have got their show? Uh, not Burley Heads. Newcastle, of course. Newcastle. It's the Great Southern <laughs> Rumble in Newcastle. Both those shows on Friday night. As is AWF comeback in Stanmore, and then on Saturday, the eleventh of December, Mistletoe Mania. At the Cannington Exhibition Centre. That's for SWHA, QWA, Schwa, Qua. That's QWA. Have their Christmas classic in Pimlico. Pimlico. Upwa. That's UPW. Have their Jingle Jam Four in Brisbane. Tikwa. TCW. Have their Proving Ground. <laughs> So, so I'm still popping at Pim Lico. What is it? Pim Lico? Pim Lico. Oh, so oh, okay. It's an Australian town, Tony, and you get in the you're getting jewels to tell you how to pronounce it. Yeah. And MCW, of course, have their fusions show at MCW Hakwa. Or is that HQ HQ? <laughs> Why is it HQ HQ? <laughs> who, who writes this shit? Okay. If it says okay. Hakwa. If it says HQ, HQ, how'd you get Hakwa? Hakwa. <laughs> sort of doing my best Arabic. You, 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 sound like, um, you sound like Welsh at the minute with your sore throat. That's it. I'm going to find out where Pimlico is. Yeah, well, it's it's somewhere in Queensland, Tony, so it shouldn't okay. be hard, too hard to track down. Um, it'd be nice if it wasn't far from Burley Heads. You might be able to catch two shows. I want to get my photo taken next to the Welcome to Pimlico sign. <laughs> Don't lick it, for God's sake. No, 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 don't lick it. Don't lick it. All right, boys. Uh, Always great to catch up with you. Jules, have a safe trip. I do. I'll uh, let you know how it goes at Yeah. 
All good. And we'll uh, catch you next week, Lyle. Hopefully, Walsh, you'll be feeling better. Uh, he'll be feel- hey, he's got to win that trophy again, Tony. And I he'll look be, forward to seeing his, uh, his thoughts on what he did at Comic-Con, whether he can justify it or not. We'll catch you also next week right here on the Turnbuckle. <laughs>